0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: It's the Take Command Podcast. That's Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. All right, Logan, there's a next group of three in terms of the quarterbacks that I think everyone's got in a different order. Uh, Michael Penix seems to be the guy that's, that's in sixth, if you will. Uh, most of the, most places. And then it's pick your flavor of Bo Nix or JJ McCarthy. I think Nix is probably the, w- would come in fourth in a, in a universal rankings, then McCarthy, then Pennix. There's some guys that love McCarthy. There's some guys that are like, I don't want to touch McCarthy with a 10 foot pole, super wide variance there, which makes sense. Cause there's only so much tape on him, which we'll get to in a second. How would you rank those three though and then we can get into them each individually uh, in a more efficient manner than we did the previous three?
2: Uh, yeah, if I was gonna rank them, that's a really good question. I think you know based on what I've been hearing from like NFL people, it seems like JJ McCarthy is like definitively the fourth guy you know for the it does league. seem
1: like he's climbing back up after Nicks yeah. had a couple of good weeks.
2: Yeah, and like I think that's it makes sense like when you watch him. I think when you watch him, like obviously there's not a lot to draw from there. There's not a lot of kind of like, oh, like he throws. I think there was, what was it? It was like over three games he threw for like 250. And you know, like Bo Nix and Michael Penix do that like in a quarter, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's just like such a different evaluation. So you're like hunting and pecking and clawing and watching all this film for him. But I think the thing that you come out of it is like he has he has the arm talent. He has the ability. He's played in a very complicated pro style offense already in at Michigan. And um, I don't think he layers throws particularly well he's a better athlete than people think but um he he is very physically talented and i think that's the thing that i keep forgetting about with the evaluation is there is a i do this thing that's a binary yes no right and so what it is is just like physically can they play the position at the nfl level and so there's times where you're watching guys you are like i don't know you know what i mean i don't know if he's fast enough or big enough or whatever and i think mccarthy emphatically checks that box from like a tool standpoint and so i think nfl coaches know that like they get him in the building it's going to be okay now if you're talking about film like bo nix's film is way better i think even pennix jr's film is way better but i think there's that that uh, he shows you enough of the physical traits to say hey i can i can be the fourth guy now do i love that probably not but i'm going to kind of lean to the nfl i'm going to defer to the nfl in this situation because i'd probably have bo nicks ahead of him might even have michael pennix ahead of him honestly based on really? my evaluation but but I, I get what the NFL is talking about with him. And I think that's where I'm going to say, just like, I understand it. Do I agree with it from a time evaluation? Probably not. But I'm going to put him at four just for the conversation.
1: So you're on. Uh, but I want your rankings like Scout Logan here. Scout Logan's going Nick's McCarthy Penix or Nick's Knicks, Knicks uh, Penix McCarthy it's
2: tough. It's really like these guys, these guys, this group is really hard, a little bit harder than the first group. Cause I feel like the, you know, it's Caleb and then there's a camp for, uh, for Drake may, and I understand that camp and there's a camp for Jaden Daniels. And I kind of think if I were going to rank those guys, Caleb, Drake, May Daniels is probably how I'd go. And it's close, but I think that the passing ability of Drake may kind of makes that a little bit easier. This group is hard, man. It is hard. It's like what flavor of ice cream do you want yeah like if you I want think. a dude with a cannon arm that can like kind of touch everywhere in the field it's Penix but Penix can't make every single throw because everything's coming out like a freaking laser beam he can't run around as much as you want he's a true pocket passer
1: with you know eight. what that's just great. like he's like Byron Leftwich. Uh, yeah but he's released uh, yeah like that but uh but but, arm, but a much faster release like, yeah yeah left much left faster which, release yeah but like left which just threw darts everywhere he stood yep. back there he wasn't mobile and he just threw darts and he didn't layer throws and he just like that ball was coming through your chest plate whether it was a five-yard comeback or like a 25-yard dig like it was yep. going to hit you between the numbers and knock your breath out
2: and so there's definitely that element to his game so you don't see a lot of like oh look at this nice touch throw like you get from drake may or, or even Jaden daniels you don't get that from him it's like Halitzer, Halitzer, deep ball. Here's Roma Dunze mossing somebody. Here's Poke jumping over a guy and making a contested catch. And he's great at those. And he's good at giving those guys opportunities. But that if that's your flavor, take that flavor. Bo nix I think, does a much better job with like the three levels of the field. You got quick game, you got intermediate, you got deep stuff. Did they ask him to do a lot of the deep stuff? No, it was a lot of like quick screens. That Oregon offense is very kind of gimmicky in that way. Quick screens, slants. You know they got the middle of the field stuff, and he sees it. And he's very he's very physically gifted from an arm and movement standpoint. He's very fast, fat, much faster than I thought. Much better athlete than I thought. So that's why I'd probably put him ahead of Bone of, uh, of Michael Penix Jr. Excuse me. Um, but I can see why that's my personal ranking. But I can see why someone would say, "Shoot, I like the guy with the howitzer over this guy who's in kind of this gimmicky college offense." Now he does make all the throws. He's got the ability. I think the thing we forgot to talk about with the other guys too is that. Bo Nix was bad at Auburn like like just not yeah. good and then Penix has this crazy injury injury history same thing with Jaden Daniels like Jane Daniels has 14 amazing games and then when you look at Drake May he's got 28 amazing like really good games you know what I'm saying so like the body right. Daniels at good. ASU
1: not super special
2: right probably a fourth round pick maybe a fifth round pick and now we're talking about maybe maybe top five pick in the NFL so but that's what I think about Bo Nix. I like Bo Nix's film a little bit better. But then he goes down to the senior bowl, struggles a little bit. You don't see it quite be as dynamic as you were hoping for. So I'm a little gun shy off of that. But I'd probably go him, Penix, and then I would probably go McCarthy. And, again, that's my ranking because there's just not a lot of stuff to make decisions on. Like when you, It's the same thing. If you watch McCarthy's highlight tape, you're like, oh, this is for sure an NFL quarterback. Then you watch a game, a couple, you have to watch a couple games with him. You watch like three or four games with him and you're like, there's an inconsistency to his play that is a little alarming. But the, in terms of tools, he's probably got the best tools, like consistent tools of the bunch. And I think that's why people in the NFL are higher on.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: Yeah, I think the age thing also becomes really interesting because Penix yes. and Knicks are older. McCarthy's 21, which yeah. also gives you hope for the body type because yes. he's 6'3. Like, I mean, this, his weigh in is actually huge for him in Andy. Yeah. If he weighs in at 220 or 215, even, then you're like, oh, he's going to be QB4. Yeah. Like, done like not done but like but he's gonna run well he's gonna jump well he's, he's gonna, gonna run he's well he's gonna athlete. jump well, all that stuff so does he he's most recently listed a google search tells you that he's 6'3", 203. yeah that is not a, small.
2: not a not a big guy right yeah
1: say it's six three you need to be weighing more than two oh three to play nfl quarterback <laughs> like that's that's a, that's a yikes and he looks thin like when you yeah. watch him out there you're like that's not a big dude um so if he comes in at 215 and you're like well he's 21 years old by the time he's 23 by the time he's the age of these other guys he'll be 225 and it'll be fine like cool we're done like we're now now what is he as a talent And with that that worry gone see ya and so i think it's a big week for mccarthy he's going to interview really well you know that you know obviously he can take really high level coaching because harbaugh was his guy at at michigan um, I think there's a lot to like there, but, and I think, um, I think, I think talking about that, you know, the age and maturity and the consistency and all those things, I think we talked about it some with may in that first group. I think McCarthy obviously is the outlier here where the other two guys are 23. I think they both are currently and McCarthy is, is only 21.
2: Yeah. And I think the other thing just to point out is the, uh, is the TCU game last year, they had to throw the ball a lot because the game flow got a little crazy. And I think he threw a pick. But you see that ability just to kind of touch all spots of the field. It feels very NFL starter ish in terms of his command and his composure. So, and they're playing TCU, so take that for what it's worth. But I, th- I think that, like, when I talk to NFL people, they say, oh, watch that TCU game. And I get it. When you watch a TCU game, you get it. But it's like that's one game out of the last couple of years. But again, very talented guy. But again, for me, it's probably Bonix, Penix, and then him. But I, I totally understand the NFL's perspective. If you guys are at home, Google the TCU game, watch it. Let me know what you think in the comments. But that's a big element for him. And then I think the the met, like the, the physical tools are also really sharp. And then to get the endorsement from Harbaugh too, I think is also kind of a big deal. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Going to be an interesting week for all three of those guys, for sure. And then obviously the pro days and all that kind of stuff. You know and and then I think we'll start to get a better sense through some of the mock drafts and stuff just how high that q b four is going like are we talking about three quarterbacks in the top three, and one of them goes i mean matt miller's first i think matt's changed off of this now, but like his first one he had McCarthy going like seven You're like, well right wow. now eight eight
2: is the spot everyone's saying right yeah Atlanta. Atlanta
1: so could you see could you see that or are we talking about you know, 13 in Las Vegas? Are we talking 16? Like, because if all of a sudden McCarthy goes eight, let's say, like, are all six of these dudes going in the first round? Like, it, it becomes very possible very quickly, and that, obviously, I th- would say is great for the commanders, because it bumps other, other players down, yeah. but I mean, it's, who knows? Who knows?
2: Yeah, and I also think that that, that trade back scenario is really interesting, too, like with Atlanta, specifically for, for Washington, and people say, oh, well, we need a quarterback, but I just saw a recent kind of projected trade value for um, for the Commanders, uh, not for the for for Atlanta to go to one, and it was three first three first round picks, three second round picks of the next couple of years of drafts, and that that is an organizational you know windfall in terms of your ability to kind of build through the draft. So. <clears throat> Maybe Washington trade state, they pick that guy. Maybe it's McCarthy or Bo Nix or whatever it looks like. So I think it's important we address those guys. I think it's too high for both those guys. And quite honestly, like I could even see like Jaden Daniels slipping to eight in some weird universe, like after the combine comes out, interviews are done, like he slips to eight. Maybe that works out. But I think like it's important to note that we're talking a lot about quarterbacks here, but I do think because of the value of Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, there is a lot of potential draft capital that could be returned here, and then we're talking about one of these three guys is maybe the guy they're they're going with for the season.
1: So, and I think that just comes down to like how much more do you like those top guys than these guys? Because if it's not that much, then you should trade down. Like, and we'll or, talk about those situations.
2: Me, to me, or it's even the value. If, if the value is crazy, if someone's giving you four, like three firsts and three seconds to move up that many spots, yeah. like, well, unless unless you
1: think that you're like you secretly think that you know. One of these dudes is Mahomes because there's yeah. no you could trade. Hey, Kansas City, I'll give you my next. How many are we allowed to trade? I'll give you that for Mahomes. They're going no, like yeah. absolutely not. Right. Um, so it just it just depends. But like yeah, no, I I tend to agree with you. And it, again, it's like okay, if I, my QB three and QB four aren't that different. Cool, let's trade yeah. down. Um, yeah. So so we'll see.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy